Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Okay, we're beginning tonight's shear in Simon Bayes. We're up to Siv Vav, which is the bottom of page Vav, about to turn on to page 12. So the Machaber says, Asr Lelech Bekoma Zakufa. It's Asr to walk around in a, an upright fashion, which is in a, a Gaivadic way. And one should not walk four amos with his head uncovered without a yarmulke. Because of the honor of the shechina. A person should also check if he has to relieve himself. And the Ramah writes, A person should cover his whole body. He should not walk barefoot. A person should train himself to, again, to relieve himself. Uh, Gedolim in the morning and the evening because that is the way of Zrizus and Nikias. And I, I want to start off before we even see the Mishabura. Well, first we'll see one Mishabura. The Mishabura writes in Sefkat on Tess, person should walk around, Bekoma Zakufa, Shedochek Ragle Hashchina Kaviyocha. When a person walks upright in a Gaivadic way, like he owns the world, so he pushes away the feet of HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kaviyochel. Al-Kein Kosvu HaAchronim, therefore the Achronim write, the Asra Afilu Pachos Me'ar Ba'amos. Therefore the Achronim write, that it's Asra to walk around that way, even less than four Amos. Upashet HaAfilu Omei B'Mekomo Ve'eno Holech Klal. It's Pashet that it's going to be Asra, even if one is just standing in his place and he's not walking at all, he can't be uh, in a Gaivadic fashion thinking that you're so special. Then the Mechaber wrote that you should not walk Ar Ba'amos Begilu Arosh, and before we read the Mishabura, I want to just look at, look at note number 20 on the next page, on page 12. If you look in the Nadir Mishabura, note number 20, he just brings down a Ebir that's from later on in Simon Tzadi Aleph. He says that, So the Mechaber passes later on in Simon Tzadi Aleph, that are those who say it's Asr to mention Hashem's name, or to walk into a shul with an uncovered head. So the Biralocha there asks the Kasha that over here the Mechaber says that a person shouldn't walk four Amos without, without his head covered. And there it says one shouldn't mention Hashem's name and shouldn't walk into a shul with his head, with his head uncovered. So what's the, what do you tell me over there? You shouldn't mention Hashem's name, you shouldn't go into a shul, you, you can't even walk around Stam with, without a head covering. So the Biralocha gives two answers. The Kosta Shom Mataritz B'Shem HaBerhetev Shekan Eino Chiyav Gomer Elamidos Chasidus Bilvad. Here we're just talking about Midas Chasidus. Midas Chasidus is, is not to go with your head uncovered at all. Vilu Gabe Haskaras Hashem Obeisakneses. Over there, the Mechaber, when he says you shouldn't mention Hashem's name or you shouldn't go into Beisakneses, Harez Chiyav Gomer Midina. That's the Berhetev's answer. That's Me'ikradin. You can't go into a shul. You can't say Hashem's name without your head covered. Over here we're saying Midas Chasidas, a person shouldn't even walk around without his head covered at all. Ubeshema Primagadim Kosovataritz. The Primagadim writes an answer also. Shekamadubar Dafko Beholech Arba Amos. Like the Machaber says over here, it's Dafko to walk for Amos. That's what we're talking about over here. Vilugabe Haskaras Hashem Obey Saknesis. But when it's talking about mentioning Hashem's name or going into a shul, that's Asr, either it's less than four Amos. So the Prima Gada is Mechalik between four Amos versus not four Amos. If you just stand walking around not doing anything different, so four Amos is, is the limit. But if you're going to say Hashem's name, we're going to go into a Beisach Nesses, even if it involves less than four Amos, it would still be Asr. That's the Prima Gada's answer. And then he brings down, which our Mishiru is going to bring as well, the Hevi Mashakosav Kam B'Shem HaTaz, the Biralacha there also brings down what the Mishiru is going to bring down over here, B'Shem HaTaz, Lasor Bizmanenu Medina Gam B'Fachos and in fact, the Taz holds that it's also nowadays even Sam to walk around without a head covering for Amos. 
You have a question, Alex? Zakti Mishabura Vaita Sivkat and Yud. I think these halachas are for are for Yidin. No, because if you are not sure what you can't be I don't know. 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 A person should not go. We said four Amos Begilu Arosh. Says the Mishabura in the bottom of page Vav, the very end of the page in the Mishabura. Even if one is in a house that has a roof covering it, you still shouldn't walk around four Amos without a head covering. Certainly, if you're outside under the sky, certainly one should have a head covering over there. Midas a little bit like we mentioned, Bishain the Berhetev, that Midas Chasidus would be even less than four Amos. He was really saying that this whole din was, the four Amos was Midas Chasidus. Now the Mishabur is taking even a step further that even less than four Amos would be Midas Chasidus. And Midas Chasidus tells us that a person should even keep his head covered while he's sleeping at night. Some have it sad to say that that which we're asking over here in the Mechaber for Amos is not Me'ikir Adin, it's only for those who are very humble in their actions. They're very tzanua, they're very modest in their actions. But already the Taz writes later on in Simenches, which the which we just mentioned in the the Beralacha mentions, that it's an Isser Mi'ikara did nowadays to walk around without one's head covered. Even if one is sitting in his house, so the Taz is the most machmir. The Chen Koso Bitshuvas Mari Beruna. The Koso Amogin Avram, the Afilu Ketanim Nochon Lahagulon Bekitsu Arosh, Kihechid Lahavilu Aimsa de Shemaya. One should even train little kids to wear yarmulkes in order to put upon them the fear of heaven. One should cover his head in order that he should get upon his head the fear of heaven. So by covering one's head, it brings Yerushalayim. V'da'od, one should go further. Really, all you have to do to cover your head is put your hand on your head. Now we'll get into the details of hands on the head in a moment. Whose hand and when it, exactly it works, but the Mishabu is saying right now that Ikra Adin, it's okay to put one's hand on his head. If one is delicing his hair or is getting his head checked for lice, so he could take off his yamaka when he's getting checked for lice. The Prima Gadam writes that to walk outside under the sky, it will not help to cover your head with your hand. But in the house, it will help with your hand. If you have any questions, just wait, wait a moment because we're going to get to all the, all the discussions. First, we'll look at note number 21. Note number 21 has an interesting shayla. In terms of a person mentioning Hashem's name, when his head is uncovered, If someone else puts his hand on his head, it's considered a covering. 
Now we'll get to someone else's hand in a minute, the difference in your hand and someone else's hand. So far the Mishabura is talking about just walking around in one's house. It's okay to put your hand on your head. Here we're talking about mentioning Hashem's name, which we know already is Murchamer. There we say later on in the Mishabura that the Shulchan Aras says later on that if someone else has their hand on your head it will be okay. We'll see these details in the next Mishabura, but I want to read this note here which brings an interesting machlokas. Umidvarim elu Moshe. Rav Moshe brings... A, he proves from this topic that one's yarmulke does not have to cover the majority of his head. So Rav Moshe says, you see from here that a yarmulke doesn't have to cover the majority of your head. Because since it's okay to put your hand on your head or someone else's hand on your head in different circumstances, you see that it doesn't have to be that most of your head is covered. So that's what Rav Moshe holds. If you skip down a few lines, it brings Vedasa Chazanish. The Chazanish argues the Ramosha and says that a yamaka or any head covering has to cover the majority of one's head. That the Chazanish holds that the yamaka has to cover the majority of one's hair. I, Rav Moshe, brought a raya from the fact that your hand can cover your head. You see, it doesn't have to cover the majority of your head. What's the Chazanish going to do with that? Because the Chazanish says it has to cover the majority of the head. So to that, Rav Kanyaski says, It could be that the person who put his hands over your head, or your hands on your head, it's not one hand, it's two hands which covers the majority of your head. Or it's someone who has a small head, that one hand will cover his whole head. So we have a machlokas over here between Ramosha and the Chazanish, whether a yamaka should cover the majority of your head. Ramosha says it does not have to cover the majority of your head. And the raya is the fact that a hand works that doesn't cover the majority of your head. And the Chazanish argues and says it has to cover the majority of your head. I, the raya from all these shulchanaros that say the hand works. So Rechayim Kiyasi says the Chazanish will answer to you. Either they're talking about two hands on the head which covers the majority or someone who has a small head in which case one hand will cover the majority. But the Chazanish holds that a yamaka must cover the majority of one's head or one's hair. That's the Machlokas, Rav Moshe and the Chazanish. Going back to the Mishabura, we will see more details. So far we saw in the Mishabura that if a person is walking out in his house, it is enough to put his hand over his head, his own hand on his head. In the notes we saw from the Machaber later on that when he wants to mention Hashem's name, it's enough for his friend to put his hand over his head. Not your own hand, someone else's hand. We'll see those details right now in the Mishabura in Sifkaton Yudbeiz. In Yudbeiz is going on that which the Machaber said you can't walk Arba Amos. Not only is it usher to walk for Amos, certainly, like we already mentioned a few times, certainly it will be usher to make a bracha or to learn Torah with one's head uncovered. For this, for saying a bracha or for limerah Torah, there would not help to put your hand on your head. Just some to be walking around Dalad Amos, it would help in a house to put your hand on your head. But to say a bracha to learn Torah, it does not help to have your hand on your head. The yad berosh chad Because your hand on your head is one guf, and you can't cover your guf with your guf. At least lagabi the more serious things of mentioning Hashem's name, saying a bracha, or limerah Torah. The ein ha-guf es atzmo. And the body cannot cover itself. But then the Mishibu writes, There are those who are lenient, that you could put your own hand over your head in a very pressing situation, like what? So it's just a raya that it's midas chasidus only to sleep with a yarmulke, because otherwise you should have your yarmulke on when you're getting a drink in the middle of the night. 
But uh, if one who is not acting in the Midas Chasidus to wear his yarmulke on the whole night while he's sleeping, and he wants to go get a drink in the middle of the night, and he can't find his yarmulke, so then that's a Shas Avchak, then the Mishabura says that there are those who are lenient that one can put, the Dai B'masha Mechasa Rosh Yobiyado would be enough, that's a Shas Avchak, you can't find yarmulke, you want to drink, you want to make a bracha, you can put your own hand over your head and that's fine. Aval, Yoser Tov, Linho Kamosha Olam Nohagin. However, it is better to be knowing like the world is accustomed to. Shemamshech Habesyad Shel Habeged Al Hayad Umechasa Barosho. They go like this. They pull their sleeve down and they cover it with their sleeve. A pillow would be all the better. So even though he's saying that there are those who say you can just put your hand over your head even to make a bracha in the middle of the night, but it's better to be nohik like the menega olam, which is to use your sleeve if you're wearing long sleeves. So you pull your sleeve down a little bit and put your sleeve over. If you're using short sleeves, you can work it out as well. Or you can use your pillow or anything else that you want to use. The oz have a shapir That would be an appropriate covering according to everyone. So even though he says B'Sha'a you can use your hand, but it's better to be knowing, like the Olam is knowing, to put your sleeve over. Or of course, if you want to wake up uh, someone else to cover your, to put their hand over your head, um, that would probably be inappropriate, but that would obviously work also. Someone else's hand over your head would work. Question. This is for men, obviously, but what about for a married woman? Does she have to, or is that just a whole other subject? It's another subject. Yeah, another subject. But it's a good question. Now it's a little bit tricky when you put on your shalrosh. You have to make sure that you don't make the bracha with your, without your yarmulke on. On the other hand, you want to also make sure that your yarmulke is not stuck under the ritzuos or, or, or the tefillin themselves. So you want to lift up your, your yarmulke over the tefillin so it's not stuck, it's not a chatzitza. But you want to make sure that your yarmulke is on your head when you make the bracha on your shalrosh. Uparuk. Misaros, which in the bottom he says <coughs> paruk is a peanachris, which is a, a wig, a, a toupee, which is made out of hairs. Af oson shetfurin bebeged mitachtav, even if it's sewn together, to, sewn to a garment underneath. Yesh lesor mipnei maris ha'ayin. You should ask her using that as your head covering because of maris ayin, because people don't realize it's not your hair. They think it's your hair. They think you're walking around and making a bracha or learning without a yarmulke on. So one should not do that. Sheyom rushasaru saying, because they're going to say that just as regular hair, v'yesh mekilan, and there are those who are lenient. If you look at note 20, excuse me? That's what I'm saying, it's Maris Ayin. Some right. say that it's Maris Ayin, people don't know you're wearing a yarmulke, yeah, so therefore you shouldn't use it. Then, it. then it might be okay. <laughs> so if you look at note 22, some other interesting shilas that come up. This is very interesting. So we said you can't make a bracha with your hand on your head. You have to have uh, someone else's hand, or you have to have your sleeve. Let's say you're listening to a bracha from someone else and you're being yosei with his bracha. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. We know shomea ka'one, when I hear a bracha from someone else, it's ki'ilu, I'm making the bracha. So even if I'm not making the bracha, but I'm being yosei with someone else, we're taking a drink together, he's making the shahakal, I'm being yosei, we're both drinking. So I have to have a head covering when I'm hearing the bracha because it's as if I'm saying the bracha. That's what the bracha and the primigodim write. Now, what about someone who accidentally davened without having his head covering? He realized afterwards that his yarmulke wasn't on. You know, he got back from the chasana at 3 in the morning, was in bed, and he jumped out of bed, he realized he forgot Marev. He davens, however he davens, and he realized afterwards his yarmulke wasn't on. Misha Shogag, I don't know, another scenario where a person mistakenly davens out a yarmulke on. 
or when he was putting out his tefillin, he was so careful that his yamaka shouldn't be a chatzitza, yamaka fell off. But Misha Shogag v'espala b'rosh Magula, one who accidentally davened with an uncovered head, that's agonah shomazavon arbach, she'enu tzarech lachzer, l'espala shomazavon says, you're okay, but you davened, you shouldn't have davened, but you did already, you do not have to daven again. However, Rav Moshe says, she'chozer u'mispala, Rav Moshe says, you have to daven again. Why? Kevan she'akum bebeist filosom makbidim l'espala davka b'rosh Magula, Apparently, the, the Goyim, in their houses of prayer, they are makbid to pray dafka with a revealed head without a covering. And therefore, one who davens without a head covering, that's considered an abomination, a to'eva. And Moshe ends off, that even though he really feels you should daven again, I guess he's not convinced that you really should do it. So probably, one should be no agnatu, because it would be... Uh, Suffolk Lakula, you have a Shomazalman and a Moshe's Basafik. Now, what about if one wants to greet his friend um, with a greeting when he says Shalom? Shalom is a Shem Hashem. So, are you allowed to greet someone with Hashem's name when you're not wearing a yarmulke? You're not allowed to say a brach, you're not allowed to say Hashem's name. What if you're just greeting someone but you're saying Shalom? So, you're saying Hashem's name. So, that's also an interesting machlokas. In the next paragraph, Ulavarech Bibircha Shalom. Shu Echel Mishmoshel Shakarash Brochu, Adam Sherosho Magula. Here he's discussing, I want to say shalom to someone else whose head is not covered, but if I say shalom, he's going to respond shalom. So can I say shalom to someone without a head covering, knowing, it might be lift naiver, he might say shalom back and say Hashem's name. So Rav Moshe writes, Even though most people when they say shalom, they're not thinking that it's Hashem's name, it's a way of saying hello, and they don't really mean it. Since it has to do with the covet of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, one should be machmer not to do it. Unless you're afraid the person is going to be very upset at you if you don't say hello to him, you know, in that way, so then you, you do it. If, it. if it would be, uh, he'll get angry at you. But otherwise, one should avoid it. But you certainly could say, hello, how are you? That you could say, the whole Shiloh here is to use the word Shalom. That's where the Shiloh comes up. That's where Moshe says you shouldn't say it. On the other hand, Shalom Zaman Orbach writes, He says, you could be lenient. It's just, it's just manners. It's a, it's a polite way of greeting someone. You say Shalom, you don't mean Hashem's name. And therefore, even if he doesn't have a yarmulke on, he's going to respond Shalom. You do not have to worry. And Shalom Zaman said it's 100% fine. One last nakuda. To say Hashem's name in English, G slash D, dash D, right? To say Hashem's name in English without a head covering. If it's difficult to have a yamak on and you need to say it for whatever reason, one does not have to be machmir. On the other hand, Fine. Let's go weiter in the Mishnah We are up to Sifkaton Yud Gimel. Sifkaton Yud Gimel is going on the last point that the Machaber says that in the V'yivdok Nekavav you should make sure that you don't have to relieve yourself. Says the Mishnah Kedei Sheyiyah Achar Kach Gufo Noki Bishas Kabbalas Malchus Shemayim B'Kriyash Motvila. The reason you want to make sure that you relieve yourself before davening is so that you could have a clean body at the time when you're accepting upon yourself the yoke of heaven in Kriyashma and Etvila. The ain tzarech rak bedikol avad. You only have to just you have to check if you have to go to the bathroom. That's it. The imbodak es atzmo ve'ainu rotsa atul in the kavav. If you check now and you don't have to go to the bathroom right now, ze nikra minadin guf naki. That's considered a clean body. 
וחלילה לאחר שוב עבור זה זמן קריאה שמה או אפילו רק תפילה בציבור. And once you check and you don't have to go to the bathroom, don't make yourself crazy and don't chalila to delay because of checking more carefully not to delay in this zman kriyashma or even tefillah b'tzibur. But if you look at note 26, he, he clarifies this halacha that we'll, we'll see many times coming up. Oh no, however, the person feels that he has to go to the bathroom a little bit. We're going to see later on in Hilchas Tefillah. Even if a person is able to hold it in for more than a parsa, more than 72 minutes, if a person has to go to the bathroom a little bit, even if he knows he can wait 72 minutes, it's be- but he has to go, it's better to go to the bathroom and miss Tefillah B'Tzibur. That's only if you're going to miss Tefillah B'Tzibur. But if you're going to miss Zman Tefillah, then lo then a person should not go to the bathroom. Since he knows you can wait 72 minutes, so don't miss Zman Tefillah. You could miss Tefillah B'Tzibur if you have to go, but you could wait 72 minutes. But you should not miss Zman Tefillah by going to the bathroom when you know you could wait 72 minutes. I think it's both. I believe it's both. We'll get into all the details later, but I believe it's both. And now the Mechaber says, uh, the Ramah says, I'm sorry, the Ramah said that a person should cover his whole body, he shouldn't walk bare, barefoot, and he should train himself to relieve himself. Lefanos is referring to Gedolim, um, because that's Jesus in the Kiyos. I think the Yivdok Nekovav, I think, is referring to both. But when it says Lefanos, that's referring to Gedolim, as we'll, as we'll see in the, in the coming days. Says the Mishabur and Sivkot and a person shouldn't walk around barefoot. Amru Chachamein Uzal HaChachamim tell us, Sheyimkor Odom Kalma Sheyeshlo V'yikach Min Olam L'Ragla. The person should sell everything that he has to, to, in order to buy shoes for his feet. So we take shoes very seriously. Ubu Mekomos HaArov Shedarkom Lelech Yochev Shari. However, it's a place, a, a warm place, where the derech is to walk around barefoot. Then we said it's permissible, as we saw last time, it depends on the minog and the place. If you look here, note 280 points out that Uba'eretz Yisrael das hagon ruchayin kinyeski sha minog lahokel b'makom atzorach that you can be lenient to walk around barefoot, sandals, those things. One can certainly be lenient in a time of need. Uba makomos hakarem yeshli zahir in a cold place, one has to be careful. I don't know whether Connecticut is considered a cold place or not. Compared to Eretz I think it's cold. Says the Mishibur Avaiter, Od Kosa Bishem Shla, the Shla writes further, Dim Ose Mishum Chuva Al Avonosa Mutter. But if a person is walking around barefoot because of Chuva of his Averos, I guess he wants to cause himself a little pain to get Kapara. So he wants to walk around barefoot on, on some pebbles and hurt his feet. So then it would be okay even if the custom in that place is not to walk barefoot. And that's what David Amalek did. He walked barefoot. Yes, David. Yeah, that's. We're, we're What's the, what, what was it ever Tully in walking for Amis? The Gila Ring? What was it ever Tully in that? Why? Why was it ever Tully? Yeah, now you think that my name now is Tazar Jubi, which we master. But if it's part of the Kabbalah so why isn't it even when you're sitting and doing nothing? Why Why is it Tully in walking for Amis? What does that have to do with the Kabbalah? Is it less Kabbalah Shkin if you're walking with the, with, with the Gila Ring than, than whether you're sitting with Gila Ring? I, I imagine so. I imagine when a person a person's walking, so he's that's right. You don't. I mean, 
My feeling is, I, I hear Akasha. I, I don't look up the Taz inside. We'll get we'll get the Taz in Sunil Ches. We'll see what the Taz says. I don't know. You're asking Kasha. Look up the Gemara on Shabbos. It's good Kasha. And was, I, 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 I like the Kasha from the Gemara more, but I, I would hear that walking around more, it's more, you're, you're, you're doing more, you're, you're, you're being more active, so, so it requires more humility and more... So sleeping also. Why would you ever have to wear yam when you're sleeping? The Vard is covered in mind you're sleeping. Okay, so for the second before you go to sleep, the second you wake up, that you're not, you're not even while while it's up, while while you're sleeping. So you have the that I that I hear. <laughs> you have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including myrmakaymas on each shear. Please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.